Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Well, we had some time to think. Don't know that we've come up with an answer yet. Welcome in to the 4 o'clock hour. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. We're doing... Well, we're supposed to be doing sports court. Yes. Yes, but we've got come it's, into life court. <laughs> life court is. All of a sudden feel like Judge here. Judy here. Man, just wait until the last one then. Scraby's giving out strokes. So we have uh, come, come to. Generously gen- giving them out. Generously giving out strokes. <laughs> I can't you guys sometimes. I can't wait to hear that one. I'm going to uh, laugh for a while on that one. Um, so what was the young lady's name again? It's Lynette. And here's Lynette. the quick. Uh, summary of everything. So she's dating this guy. He's great. She really likes him. They've been together for nine months. He is starting a fantasy football league next year. She says she wants into the fantasy football league. She's an avid player. He said, quote, what if we break up and then we are in the same league? End quote, which is a valid question. Uh, but she did not like that. She said she was caught off guard by this, and now she is not sure of the future of the relationship. So do you think that what he said was okay? Do you want the single person's uh, opinion or the married person's first? Uh, I'll give my opinion okay, first. I, I, I think that uh, this is too this is too unimportant of a thing to uh, waste an entire good-sounding relationship on. Thank um, you. I is... don't. I don't necessarily know exactly what you can do, though. Uh, A is you know find another fantasy football league to play in so that you make sure you get to play. B, I mean, if you're in the same league and something does happen to the relationship, I mean, you don't have to talk to the person anymore to play fantasy football. Everything's uh, done online. But he's in the league with his boys. If he loses, right there, he is never going to hear the end. So you can understand voice. why he doesn't want her in the I, league. I can't. Here's what here's what I would say. I would say was it Lynette? Yes. Lynette, I would say hold off on the fantasy this year. And I would say work on cuz clearly you're in a a, a more confident place relationship wise than your boyfriend is, who is clearly worried about the chance of you guys breaking up and you still being in the league. So, why don't you two work on your relationship first? Once you get that to the point where he's more confident, then jump into the league. He may not have that same guard up. I, I think that she is uncertain because... Like, he's uncertain. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that he did right. nothing. She wanted him to say, yes, absolutely you're in the league because we're going to be together for an entire lifetime. You know, I'm going to have to go back and message her. And that's her. just not something he's quite ready to say, it doesn't sound like. I'm going to go message her, and I'm going to find out if, like, I'm going to find out, like, how much this relationship, how much is invested into it. Because that makes a lot of difference to me. Well, she said nine months, and it's going pretty well. But it could be a nine months of where you hang out every two, every other week for nine months, or you hang out every day for nine months, or it could be a relationship that seems like it's going towards somewhere like a long-term relationship, or it could be just a fun fling or something like that. I need Nine-month fling. I'm getting the sense that... Yeah, that's a long time. That's fling. a long time, I'm buddy. getting the sense that Lynette... Felt like this was a relationship that would move into a long-term my, relationship. This sounds guy. like uh, very typical, the woman being ready to commit Christo. before the man. Indeed. Yep. We've is, heard this, it a million times. Is... I think Tony's right, Lynette. Play, play fantasy elsewhere. Hopefully in another year, you guys will be in a better place to where you can jump into this league. No, I think this I, guy. I, I, think, I think really, I think maybe in general, Tony's got the answer here. Before you can play in a fantasy league with your man, there needs to be a ring put on it. His <laughs> <Okay. laughs> boyfriend and girlfriend that is might, too too nerve wracking. That's yeah, too scary. That I mean, he's, he's protecting you too, Lynette, because you'd have to play against him and all of his buddies, and maybe you and he would not be together any longer. That would be very uncomfortable for you as well. As yeah. a guy who has uh, not seen the end of a relationship before it happens, I'm seeing the end of the relationship right okay. here now. You, that, because you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm that. interjecting all of my my past. It does kind of feel like that. Terrible ro- romance. Um, it feels yeah. like that a little bit. Uh, but I feel like this has changed it for her. Because now she's going to be like in the back of her head, what if we break up? No, no. He's already no. thinking I, about breaking I don't, up. I, I think that, you know, maybe it's changed from a, a little bit of standpoint. But, you know, I think I think, I think we're, we're on to the right, the right piece of advice. Don't break them up entirely, Scraby. Yeah, Scraby. Give Come them a now. shot. Man. You're going to tell this Poor girl Lynette to stick around for another year. No, no you're not We're sticking not around. We're, We're, just her, We're just telling her not to play fantasy football. Just with leave him, it yeah. be, man. It's gonna be it's in your best interest not to play because if something does happen, look, there's only two things that can happen in your relationship at this point. You can either be married or live happily ever after, or you're gonna break up. There's that's it. There's those two, those are the those only two, two outcomes. outcomes. Yeah. We got a female pers- or I'm assuming a female perspective. Um M McKee twenty three. Uh, I was in a league with my boyfriend and newly living together. I won, which is great. (laughs) We've been married for over 15 years, LOL. Still in a league together and got our teenage son to play, too. So, see, that works. Yeah, but... That they in in and I guess according to Lene and her boyfriend, this would be rolling the dice here a little bit. Nate says, Scravy, maybe you should date her. I don't think that's I don't know that has anything to do no, with it. I don't, think she's, I don't think she's writing in for that response. <laughs> no, I mean, she's, yeah, definitely DMing me about her relationship with her boyfriend. I don't think it's... Uh, you might be a generous stroke no. giver, but I don't think she really wants to leave her boyfriend for that. <laughs> All right, that was good. That was good. Thank Sorry, Scrab. Can we move on to the next one? Here we go. All right. Try to, try to if we can. Oh. All right. 
In full disclosure, I, I, I'm reading this. Tony can't gather himself right now. That was a good one, Chris. That was a really good one. I, now I have two promos to pull from. Oh, man. All right, this is me talking. But in full disclosure, this was something brought up in a group after an AA meeting. Not sports-related, but very interested Wait, to see what you Wait, this is you? Think. This is me in a group after an AA meeting last week. This is your... This is, this is my situation okay. that I'm bringing up. Uh, the person Ugh. was talking about how they got engaged, but they wanted to ask her a group if they were being lame for not appreciating the proposal. She's been with this guy for four years. They talked about engagement. He asked her what her dream engagement was, and she said, basically, I just want a traditional get down on one knee in a nice setting and ask her to marry him. That's what she told him. Well, here's how the proposal went down. They decided to go down to the beach at night and relax, listen to the ocean, look at the stars. And as they were laying down looking at the stars, he said, quote, I can't wait until we do this as husband and wife. She thought, this can't be a proposal. Because it was, he rolled over with a ring and said, how about it? Uh Uh-oh. She said yes, but she was also like, what in the hell was that? So she's like feeling bad that she didn't, doesn't like this proposal at all. Uh, Chris, you're up first. Oh boy. Does she have a right (laughs) to be annoyed? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> I mean... How about it? Yeah. She did I, the right thing by accepting. Because you can always at least, you know, go back later and say, maybe we jumped to, jumped to jumped in there a little bit too quickly. <laughs> I mean, it's better than saying no right there and then, you know, putting a kibosh on everything at the moment. But does she have a right to feel annoyed? Annoyed? That she got proposed to? In this manner, even though she has told him how she would like to be proposed to. Who, who, what is, what is, did, did we get her, her? I'm not going to give her name. Did we give her fiance's name? No, we we'll, we'll just call him Dan. Okay, we'll call him Dan. I don't actually know his name. Uh, what Dan is going to learn is that this is a requirement of all husbands is to be able to hear something like, what is being asked? This is what I want. And then be able to follow through on your own time. Something I'm still learning to be good at. Gotten better at it over time. I wasn't good <laughs> at it in the beginning. That's for sure. I'm for, I, the word is um, is evading me right now That it, if, what it's called. But... Uh, Listening? I mean, that, there's a... There's a Attentiveness? There's a, attentive. 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 Uh, yeah, no, I think... Uh, yeah, but you can be as attentive as you want. You still can't figure out everything your, uh, no, your wife slash girlfriend you, is saying. You're expected to read I, I, You're expected to, <laughs> to read their mind, right, and figure it out, but it's almost impossible to do sometimes. It is. Uh, so this is just your first This is your first trial right here. And you, you, you didn't get that one right. But I don't think she should be annoyed. Oh, wow. She, she uh, got a proposal. It wasn't like he like did it at a bar. He was at the beach. I mean, isn't that a nice setting, a beach? Let's let's set the scene. We're at the beach. Waves are crashing. Call, <laughs> call. The bird just flies by. I'm looking at the stars. And I turn to my, my girlfriend and I say, I can't wait to do this as husband and wife. And then I roll over with a ring and I on say. On a knee. No, I just he roll just over. He just rolled over. How what are they it? on? How, uh, blanket. How about it? That's a terrible proposal. I don't, I don't know that that's terrible, man. Okay. You know what I think is terrible? I think terrible is asking your significant other to marry you at a baseball game. I think that one is not. 
That does suffice. put a lot of pressure on the person. So it does. It's not the best setting. Okay, the chat's getting a little too out of control. You know, this, in the world what of, I said last in, hour. In, in the world of law and order, and I'm not I'm not a lawyer, but I mean I've heard many lawyers say this. Don't ask the question unless you already know the answer. Maybe that's what uh, young gentlemen who are going to propose ought to uh, go with that uh, that theorem. See, I don't necessarily think that you have to get down on one knee to propose to someone. Sounds like it. But if 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 my girlfriend had told me multiple times, and I think I'm getting a little excited because I know this person and, and she's my friend, but it, it, I would get like it would if she told me I'm trying to say this without screwing it up. If she told me over time, hey, I would like to be proposed to by someone who gets on one knee. I'm better be getting on one knee when I propose to her. Yeah, no, I'm not. Dis- I'm not disagreeing with that. He he definitely dropped the ball. Not. Being on one knee. He rolled over. How about it? How about it? It's not enough to break up with I, him. That's what I'm saying. She's like, not saying to break up. Well, because she's I don't being know if it's enough to be annoyed. I mean, you're on. getting married. That's ultimately what yeah, you want, right? Congratulations. That's a good point. I'm going to... Now, now the I next see, part is hopefully he listens to how the wedding part needs to go and he gets I, that part See, right. that is an issue because I don't think he will if he didn't listen to this. You'd be surprised. All right, that's it for sports court. This was a very intense sports court today. Very it was. We uh, are moving. We're playing some uh, Chris versus the fans. Yes, next, when huh? we get did back. you see the? Uh, speaking of being a judge, did you guys see the Twitter video of the uh, young man who uh, jumped over the uh, bench and attacked yes, the poor I did. woman judge? I no. saw it the on day. the news. Oh, no. you saw it on the news. Yes. I saw it on Twitter. But it was a scary, scary incident. I mean, not not making fun of it, but this no. dude like jumped over. Right. It, it, you know how they do the high jump where they turn Made backwards? Made a running leap and just dove over the bench, At right the on, landed on top of the uh, the the lady judge who had just denied him bail. Oh, so the here, world is a crazy right place. I'll, I'll retweet it. But uh, where yeah. was the? Where it was, was in. Uh, where was the security? They got there like late. They were a little this late because my man had a chance. He had to. It wasn't like it oh, was super goodness. close. He had to run from you know where they keep the defendant and the and the uh, yeah prosecution at. Yeah, he got all the way there and just dove over. Somebody tweeted out that he looked like Troy Polamalu. I, I don't say, know that Troy Polamalu he didn't have the hair, wanted to be sure. lumped in with that particular move, though. I think it's, yeah, he does kind of look like someone diving over a pile, but that is very scary. Yeah. And I'm going to. And with that this. in mind, I don't know that I want to do sports court anymore. I'm worried that I might make a decision <laughs> that could anger somebody out there. Let's get to break <laughs> when we come back. Chris versus the fan, 833-288-0973. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Here's some traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, a lengthy uh, sports court today. A cut into our uh, Chris versus the fans. But it did not take away Chris versus the fans. We're going to play right now. If you'd like to do uh, play a little trivia, 833-288-0973. Get you in there, give you a chance to be qualified for our grand prize. That would be a two-night stay at the Westgate, Las Vegas, dinner at Edge Steakhouse, and two tickets to see uh, Barry Manilow at the Westgate, Las Vegas. Uh, Barry, uh, an unforgettable evening at the Westgate, Las Vegas Resort Casino International Theater. Copacabana, Mandy, Can't Smile Without You, all of the hits, all while experiencing a night of illustrious showmanship. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com to see Manilow at Westgate, Las Vegas. Let's play some Chris first of the fans, first of the new year, Scrape. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. Did you read the prize already? He did. Oh, my goodness. I was setting up the thing. (laughs) We had to move it, so I was setting up the segment. Um, here are the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get the question wrong and Chris gets it right, you are eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you're a first time player. Wow. That was harmonious. You uh, just need to tell us before you get into the first question, you will get that question for free today. That was lit. 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 Here we go. First contestant. Lance, come on down. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing? I'm a first-time player. First-time player! Thank you, Lance. All right, Lance. On to question number two. Here we go. Where was Super Bowl one held? Uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. The frozen tundra. Mm. I'm sorry, Lance. No, that's not it. Green Bay won the game, but it was at the uh, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Sorry, Lance. I feel I always feel so bad when first-time players come on and then they're eliminated. Yeah, Don't you so feel bad for other losers? Just the first-time play? Yeah, because it's like they're all excited. They get to question number two, and then boom, done. Mm. Tough, tough, tough. Edgar, you're right. This is our next contestant. Edgar. Welcome to the show, Edgar. Hello, hello, guys. Hello, Edgar. There we go. First question. Which country has the most Olympic gold medals in swimming? Um, I'm going to have to get United States because of Michael Phelps. USA! 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 Question number two. 
<laughs> I like this one. The Raiders have played in three cities, but have relocated four times. Name the cities in order the Raiders have called home. Uh, Los Angeles, uh, Oakland, and Las Vegas. Don't know that he understood the question. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, we try it again? so, so uh, let's do it again because I think the question yeah, yeah, could yeah. look a little confusing. Well, it, this we is we need the. Four... I mean, it's a new year okay. and it's still the question. We got to get through this. I'm sorry. <laughs> we need four... I hate when he just randomly bashes my questions. I don't think this is a bad question. We need the four locations in order. In order. In order. Like in order. they started here, they went here, they went there, and then they finished there. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to guess they started in Oakland, then they went to Los Angeles, then they went back to Oakland, and then they moved to Las Vegas. There wow. you go. Nice, nice work. Job. Not a way. Edgar, Edgar you into the final round. Here Man, we go. You decoded that better than yeah, anyone did. could. <laughs> ah, this is a good question. Who is the first NBA player to secure a shoe contract? A shoe contract. Um, uh, that's gonna be Magic. Magic Johnson. Magic Irving. Magic Johnson. No, Irving's not it. Stay there. Not Irving. Not Irving. That's a tough one. Uh, it's probably a little almost before my time. Do you need uh, me to explain the question to you? Oh, funny guy over here. <laughs> funny guy. <laughs> Is Chris pounding his he's fist pounding like he's a bully? <laughs> Dr. J. Dr. J. Oh, oh wow. Edgar, Edgar. We got a Nice job. The answer, the always fly Walt Frazier. Oh, yeah? Was Had no first. idea. Yeah. Had no idea. Now, you, I Googled that. You know what's funny. That's good. So, Walt Frazier was the first. To get it. Stay there, I got And in the last dance, he is one of the older statesmen yeah. that are a little critical of this young Michael Jordan coming into oh, really? the NBA I, and that what he's going to be able to do. Really? However, uh. and it's just ironic that he was the first, and then Michael's like the biggest shoe deal Clyde, ever. Uh, Walt Clyde Frazier. I mean, this, this guy wore uh, mink coats to games. <laughs> the man was fly. Yeah. He's still, I mean, as a broadcaster, he's still. Oh, as a broadcaster, <laughs> he brings it every night. Yeah. Yeah. How does he broadcast for? He, the yeah, he's the Knicks oh. broadcaster, color oh, commentator. Know. Him and, uh, him and bang! Um, Mike Breen? Mike Breen. Mike Breen Those is the play-by-play play guy. Play-by-play and yeah. uh, color guy. One of the most famous games in Knicks history when uh, Willis Reed uh, wasn't supposed to play in Game 7 of the NBA Finals in 1970 against the Lakers and came stumbling out onto the court before the game and gave them a lift. Frazier scored 38 in that game to lead the Knicks to their championship. So Walt Clyde Frazier, pretty good Hall of Fame player. Yeah, he could play, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Did not know that one. Good job by nice you, Edgar. Job, Edgar. Way to go. You win the uh, Chris versus the fans today. Uh, we got a big five coming up shortly, so uh, we'll get into that in just a couple of minutes. Uh, also, um, are we, we going to try to we're going to try to get in our uh, NFL pick'em here today? Oh, uh, yes. We have uh, weeks eighteen, and Tony is holding Down on to, to a, the wire, holding on to a five point lead over me. See, during the break, with a week to go, during the so. break, Chris got it to within what two points? I got to within. I had a chance to actually take, take the, the lead. lead. Yeah. 
when the Sunday night game was played between the Ravens and the 49ers. Had the 49ers won, I would have taken the lead, but the Ravens were your upset pick. And when they came out on top over the 49ers, thank you, Scraby, that's Tony kind of, maintained his lead. The Ravens being an upset pick is, is, is <laughs> cheat code right there. They, they were it a was, five point at, underdog at the time. It didn't seem like as bad of you're, a cheat code as yeah, it does right. now. Yeah. They were a five point underdog in that game. That's how much everybody believed in the four. Can I tell you how much that ruined my Christmas day? I'm sure it did. I mean, I'm in the middle of the mountains at my sister's cabin, and all I can do all day is just wait for this game all day. You know what's yeah. funny is I went to the barber shop. That was a Monday, so I went on Friday, and you know I'm, you know your your, your guy DJ is in there. So he's had five days. He, you no, know, so this is before the oh, Baltimore oh, game. Oh, so he's talking. And so fine. we we were kind of going back and forth. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to purposely. I only get my hair cut every two weeks during the off season because I'm ball headed. I don't really need to keep <laughs> you going get your back. hair cut every two weeks. Yeah, and if I don't, I look like George Jefferson. I can't have. <laughs> I can't have the sunroof <laughs> moving <Listen>. on up. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I told her, I was like, you know, I'll cu- I will purposely come back and get my hair tightened up next week if these Ravens come down like I think they are. And sure enough, they won. I went back in there the following Thursday and just had a good old time. Messing yeah, with that DJ. acquieted the 49er faithful. <laughs> it really did. It really it, did. Uh, that was one thing I was happy about. I mean, that was a dominating performance. and uh, I was definitely happy about it, too. It was uh, surprising, though, at the time. Now now we all look and go, the Ravens are way better than the 49ers. Well, it, I'm not so it, sure it, they yeah. are. I'm, and I'm they certainly weren't heading into that game. Yeah, but no. uh, the, as it turned out... Uh, you know, look, if Lamar Jackson throws four picks, though, then the 49ers probably beat the Ravens. I mean, Purdy yeah, threw four sure. picks in that game. Yeah, so. he threw three Something deflected. To keep in mind. I mean, they're all oh, interceptions. Oh, stop. No, they're <laughs> defending the guy. <laughs> they're all interceptions. It all yes, counts the are. same. Yes, they do. It's just annoying how it happened. The thing that, the, the thing that bothered me about the 49ers in that game is that they lost the game. They were beaten in the game. And then... Three or four of their star players just left the game. I, I like what's I, up with that? I, I mean, was, go in there and take your loss. I was cracking up what? at the Trent. Game? They mean? were all standing on the yeah, sideline by the end of the game. Trent Williams, no oh. helmet. Well, was, Trent was dealing with that groin. They, he had the groin. Yeah. So, I mean, and they were, didn't need to go back in. He, he certainly didn't. He had four picks. He, at that point, the out. game was over. You're right. I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying it was a little weird watching. Uh, I think it was Trent Williams looking up at the at the big screen when somebody got a, a bad hit, and he was like, "Oh, it just seemed weird." Like that could have been. It looked to me like they just kind of frittered on out of the packed it out in. Of the, yeah, packed it on in. You know, we lost and we can't deal with it. So you know, maybe Mike here. McDaniel would have Bradley Chubb if he played like that. So. Oh, listen to you, Scraby. Down thirty. Let's play our best players. You're going to take shots of me? I'm going to take As shots usual, of you. your stupid comment was met with silence. <laughs> because you just didn't know how to respond. It was so good. Well, somebody's got to be on the field. What are you going to do? <laughs> Line up and make the play? I mean, you can't just put seven guys out there. No. No, so, you can't. You know, That is a penalty. That would not be right. Anyway, the Ravens made both our teams look bad. In the last couple of weeks, no question about that. Gwen and Chris continues with a big five. What else is going on in the world of sports on this Thursday? Jimmy Kimmel. Tune Aaron in. Rogers. Oh, find out. Lord. Oh, man, that thing's getting ugly. Can't it's wait. It's getting real yeah, ugly. It All right. Could be fun. It's next. <laughs> Could be fun. <laughs> 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, we have plenty of time for the Big Five, and I'm not going to waste time by flapping my gums right now. So, Number five. let's get into it. The Aztecs won big last night basketball, and the Aztecs won big over Gonzaga. We talked about that at length. We also talked about how they are not ranked, and that is irking everyone here in San Diego. You know what I did here, actually, last night? I meant to tell you guys this before the show, but I was here uh, after the show and the national show that was on. Someone from San Diego called in and said, uh, I I listened to you after I listened to Gwyn and Chris, and he was talking about the Aztecs. So I thought that was pretty cool that we got a national shout-out. You guys got a national shout-out from a listener of ours here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so that appreciate cool. that. But they were talking about the Aztecs on the national show. So people are trying to make it known that the Aztecs are a good basketball team, and they're not getting the respect they deserve. Tony, how many wins do you think this Aztec... <laughs> We start over. How many wins do you think this Aztecs team needs this season to really turn the heads of voters around the country? I don't know. 50. (laughs) (laughs) So they have to do something that's never been done. I think so at this point. I mean, the standard, what, 27, 28, 25 wins hasn't done the trick. So, you know, they got to set a record. That's my... That's what I'm saying. So, okay. Uh, that's a good, like a school record or? No, can't be school record. It's got to be like a, a national. Okay. Chris, what do you think? Uh, they have to win 50 in a row and hold their opponents scoreless in all 50 <laughs> games. <laughs> Donuts. I mean, I don't know what they want. I, I, I'm, I'm so angry by it that, you know, I don't even want get, to get in a lather again. A lather. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happens when you get into a lather? Well, I start screaming and swearing, and you don't want that. Spittle starts flying out of my mouth. It's not good. 
Okay, let's just uh, move on to the next See, one. See, you didn't have You're right. According to Sportico's Eben Novi Williams, the reporter for them, ESPN and NCAA have come to a TV deal for eight years, $920 million at $115 million per year per, for the 40 NCAA events. The deal maintains some of the favorites like FCS football, hockey, lacrosse, volleyball, gymnastics, and more, but adds coverage of the Division One men's and women's tennis team championships and the National Collegiate Men's Gymnastic Championship. Surprisingly, the Women's College Basketball Tournament was included in this rights deal and was not separated like the men's college basketball tournament and men's college football. So, Chris, I'm going to ask you here, with all the money going around and all the time, talk about the money and students making money some not making money does it seem hollow to announce these types of deals hollow like like it's hollow like we're always talking about how we don't have enough money to support but we're gonna tell you that we just made 920 million dollars over eight years well, I mean, it's pretty obvious how much money there is in college, college athletics. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who they're fooling if we don't think it so. It ain't us. I mean, you know, the ratings continue to be excellent for these bowl games. I don't know how, but they I are. I watch one bowl game People outside are tuning of the college football playoff. And watching this stuff, they've got nothing else to do with the holidays but tune in and watch Toledo play, you know, Jacksonville State or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't really understand the question 100% other than to say that anybody who thinks there isn't a ton of money in college sports is mistaken in this kind of story and this kind of news just underscores that point that uh, there's more than enough money to go around right now. So everybody's getting rich. I look at it from a standpoint as they can't use that these other sports don't generate enough you know, eyes for the dollars to make sense. I don't, did they did they announce what the money had the money in the deal? What was nine hundred twenty million dollars? So one hundred fifteen. Yes, million a, that's a, year. a ton of money to cover. A, a, I know it's a lot of sports, but sports that you wouldn't think would put together nine hundred and how much million? Twenty million. 20 million. Yeah, I, guess I try you're to right. look at it as something as as a positive step towards those athletes maybe being able to get a little bit more. It's kind of like when a company that you work for tells you that they have no money to do anything. And then all of a sudden you see a bunch of other things be having money spent on it. And you're like, what? That's how I feel. ESPN, from everything I've ever heard, ESPN doesn't really pay a very good salary to people in general. So I'm sure there's a lot of people at ESPN who work there. Probably a little tired of. Mm, maybe. No, that's that, that's a better example than what I said. In, in how much my money ESPN is yeah. able to spend on this That's stuff. true. That's true. Uh, all right, so people may roll their eyes at this one, but it is gaining more traction and gaining more steam. Disney has an issue brewing between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel. We talked about it the other day, but here is the quick summary. Aaron Rodgers joked on Pat McAfee's show earlier this week about Jimmy Kimmel being on the Epstein list. Jimmy Kimmel was not happy with it and posted back at Aaron Rodgers, claiming he would possibly sue. Can now, you please read the, the entire tweet? I Oh, you want me to? Yeah, well, think, because it, it included I, like 15... Words of bad language, dude. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel was hot. He was hot. hot. Here, I'll read it. Um, you know, and, and by you, the you way, know somebody's hot when you can tell through words of, on Twitter. By yeah. the way, Jimmy Kimmel had 106 million impressions on this tweet. I'm just seeing that's incredible. But and by the way, he he said, "Dear uh, blank, dear blank," but he spelled it 
with two A's at the beginning of it. If you've seen the tweet, you know what I'm talking about. I, it took me forever to figure out why he put two A's in this word, but his name's Aaron, so there's two A's. Uh, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so, all we need. That's the, all we need. You don't need to read yeah, the rest of the, the tweet. That the, tells the, you how mad he is right there. It, it's, it's, okay. a, it's a dangerous game. You want me to, to read the part where he said that soft brain wackos like yourself? It's, <laughs> it's a dangerous game to play, to, to try to tell a joke against a, a comedian. That is true. This is, That's this, a good point. You're going into to territories that you, you better have some 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 thoughts to this. So yeah. he's not happy. Many people are wondering whether or not he's going to take action on this. Jimmy Kimmel and sister station WFAN in New York. They were talking about this this morning. Here is Geo from Boomer and Geo weighing in on the situation. If I'm Woody Johnson, I'll find a way to get you whatever you're getting paid for McAfee. I'll find you a way. I mean, Robert Kraft found all sorts of different ways to get Tom Brady paid. I'll find you a way to get you yeah, that you million Tom, dollars. You got Tom Brady on the Delta board. <laughs> right. Delta like, Airlines find, board or something. Right? I'll find you. I'll, I'll put you in charge of the – you could be the CEO of Q-Tips over at Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> whatever it is, I'll get you that million dollars. You can't do this show anymore. You can't. You're killing us. You killed us for an entire year. Everybody has to respond to it. The team has to respond to it. I mean, I'm hoping that the, the media doesn't go to Rob Sala and go like, hey, what's your take on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Jeffrey Epstein, and Aaron Rodgers? But they might. <laughs> they might. <laughs> and they got to deal with that. You never know, man. You never know. It's one thing to to joke about, you know, to have a joke. But the one thing you can't do is accuse somebody of being you know, a pedophile, like that. basically. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's as probably high up on the you are despicable list that you go. Yeah. Publicly too. Yes. Not even to your friends or anything publicly. Um so this that that clip was taken in the context of the Jets have to be saying, like, come on, Aaron, you're putting us in bad light. Tony, if you are Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, how are you handling this? Yeah. Here's the thing is Aaron Rodgers is not Tom Brady. And, and from the standpoint of I don't know that it's going to be as easy just to get him to move off his spot on this. He's going to dig in. Tom is a little different. Tom is a little more business. He's intertwined with, you know, the business of, of football and outside of football. I don't know Aaron operates that way. And so I, I think this might be a little bit more difficult task for Mr. Johnson. Now, Ultimately, I'm sure Mr. Johnson wants this to, to be about football and not having to be answering these type of questions. And it doesn't help that Aaron has already kind of thrown some of the folks in that organization under the bus in the process of protecting Zach Wilson when they tried to make him look crazy. Yeah. So true. so he's been on the McAfee show not only, you know, getting the Jets into this mess, but he's also had some Although true, but some choice words to say about people in the organization leaking and things of that nature. So I don't think this is going to be that easy. And, and it, maybe I, I would be surprised if, if Aaron was like, you know what? I'll back off. I won't go on there. No more. I, I would be very surprised. Me too. Uh, Chris, what do you think about this whole situation? If you're Woody Johnson, how would you handle it? I would never get Aaron Rodgers in the first place, but I did, and now <laughs> I have to deal with it. I, you know, look, Aaron Rodgers is the smartest guy in the world. Just ask him, and <laughs> you know that's that's the problem here. He thinks he knows every more than everybody in every situation, and he doesn't. And he's overstepped his bounds badly this time. And you know, I I, I wouldn't mind if Jimmy Kimmel followed through with some of the threats. So that Aaron Rodgers had to be, you know, responsible for what he said. I mean, as Tony said, I mean, you're making a claim that the guy is 
that awful of a human being. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. you're you're pretty badly besmirching his besmirching his reputation. Um, Aaron Rodgers has to be held accountable for that. As far as Woody Johnson's concerned, I think all you can do is, you know, suggest and hope that Aaron Rodgers think twice about continuing to do this show. But I don't think you can make him not do it. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Nasty. Aaron Rodgers. Based based on what happened to the team without Aaron Rodgers this year, he continues to be the most important person in that organization <laughs> without by a, doubt. a mile. Without a doubt. That is true. So. That is true. This is, this is a whole crazy situation. And I didn't even leave, put in the part where David Bakhtiari was the one who originally tweeted a fake fake manifest list with Jimmy Kimmel's name on it. It's like, why that? That's even more damaging than what Aaron Rodgers he said. Tried, he tried to delete it, but everybody No, the knows. screenshots <laughs> live forever, bro. The screenshots live forever. All right. Number two. So the Lions-Cowboys game and the whole offensive lineman reporting thing is becoming a big deal within the NFL. And uh, because of this, the NFL sent an instructional video out to all the teams. Here is a little bit of it, and this might be one of the driest videos I have ever heard in my life. As a reminder to clubs and players, an offensive player numbered 50 through 79 or 90 through 99 is permitted to line up as an eligible pass receiver. To allow the defense an opportunity. So this, I'm not going to play the whole. Please, that will go to sleep. If you I'm telling you, that it. was one of the driest videos I've ever seen. But that's what they sent to all of the teams. And here is the, the main point of it. Quote, it's the responsibility of the player to make sure that change in status is clearly communicated to the referee by both a physical signal and reporting his intention. Too so, late. You already took your whole crew off of the playoffs, so we know that it has nothing to do with the players. <laughs> you can try to clean this up all you want, NFL. But here's what anonymous executives think, because a reporter asked some of them around the league what they thought about this whole thing. They think this is hilarious because it's just the NFL trying to cover up their referee mistake. So, Chris, being our resident referee... I guess I'm going in a way different direction because we've already talked about this, but should they, the player have to report to begin with? Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think that, you know, I mean, what, are you going to have all 11 guys be eligible on every play? I mean, that's going to be craziness. Uh, so I think it's fair. And, you know, I, I just, I just, I, I think it's very rich for the NFL to try and get us to believe that the Lions were trying to deceive somebody and deceive the official and deceive the Cowboys and that somehow they're blaming this really turning it around and blaming it on the Lions. Yeah. As I said on Monday or Tuesday, whenever we came back, this is 100% the mistake of that official for not getting the, the message properly and reporting it properly to the Cowboys and to the crowd. And the NFL has to wear it, and Tony says they're wearing it correctly because they've already suspended this, sta this crew from working the postseason. So even they're admitting that they messed up. Yeah. This video that they sent her out is, is you know, Trying to clean up spilled milk. This is this is a big business move right here. You don't really admit that you did anything wrong. You just kind of <laughs> clean it up in the background. Try to clean it up in the background. Yeah, Very failure good. to do so, or if he is covered up by you can another see, player. I can see offensive linemen in the meeting room right now, like dozing there off. There is no way that, that made me think of one of those videos you see in driving class yeah. before you get your license. Oh, that's a great call. Like that if you a see call. a stop sign, you must come to a complete stop. <laughs> <laughs> before going on in your journey. Right. Long pause. Long pause. Now, in this circle over here, and they do have it circled. I just retweet, reposted this at Matt Scraby on uh, uh, X, if you would like to see it. 
So that's pretty hilarious, I think. Number one. Uh, Trevor Bauer's making the news again, and I'm not going to ask this time whether or not he is going to be a Padre or whether or not you would kick the tires on him. But he did go on Fox News' America's Newsroom, and he did say some things that kind of, uh, you know, he's taking responsibility or at least trying to take responsibility for what happened. He said, quote, I agreed to do things I shouldn't have done. It was reckless. I hurt. It hurt a lot of people along the way. It made things very difficult for Major League Baseball, for the Dodgers, my teammates, friends, family, people close to me. So I've done a lot of reflecting on that and made a lot of changes in my life to address that. He was then asked if he was apologizing for his actions. And he said, quote, I'm certainly taking accountability for my role in this. I've put myself in a lot of positions that have made things very hard for people, and I'm trying to be better. So I don't know if he's telling the truth or not, but that's a step in the right direction in my book. Tony, does he pitch in Major League Baseball this season? First, you know, that's the closest thing we've heard to uh, an apology. I mean, taking uh, responsibility for his actions in this, whatever that means. Saying he caused a lot of people pain I- and... I think this is a, a step in the right direction, but as of right now, I still think Tim's think he is extremely hot and don't want to deal with him at this point. But I can see a scenario in which he can keep this up for a long period of time and not keep it up. I don't want to make it seem like it's an act, but I'm yeah. saying he could stay on the straight and narrow. Right, exactly. Have time to prove it. I can see that changing, but right now I don't see that changing. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Do you think he's going to pitch this season at Major League Baseball? No, and I don't buy his. Uh, I don't buy his apology at all. And the reason I don't buy his apology is because it's taken him two and a half years to figure out that maybe he should have apologized, but he couldn't because uh, he was under. Oh, give me a break! No, you can't. I give mean, I me get that a part. break. I he get that said part. All along that he did nothing wrong. Now all of a sudden he's done everything wrong and he should have done something differently. I don't. I don't buy it. You know, when I was an alcoholic, I didn't think it was anybody. I thought it was everybody else. But really, in the end, it I mean, was that's me. A, that's a chemical, like... You don't think there's something chemical? That's a good point. I don't know. Maybe. I, don't know. Well, yeah, I shouldn't yeah, say The chemicals that, in, uh, in Bauer's brain are probably a little off. I... <laughs> Sorry. It just kind of feels that way. I, I'm willing to give second chances, but uh, that—that's the people that I think you know understand that they that they that they've made a mistake and need another opportunity. I don't think Bauer really understands it. So I think you, he's just saying think... this because he thinks this is his last hope of getting into the league. He didn't say anything like this last year. Well, he—that's still... why he ended up pitching. Well, he's got a bunch. He of, he's got more excuses that. than. Uh... Chris is not having it whatsoever. <laughs> and, Even but, though but he's not is, allowed to talk this about is, it. This th- the three differing, differing opinions on this is probably why he doesn't get in or he mm. doesn't get an opportunity right away. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the big five. Uh, Ricky Rubio, I I pushed Tired. that. He retired. I remember being he's in fantasy basketball. Some, in all seriousness, he, he's having the reason why he's retired is he, he cited mental health issues. Oh, I didn't so know So he's that. going through some stuff right now, it seems like. Oh, wow. That changes everything for me. I was just going to say, like, Ricky Rubio didn't really quite live up to his his billing. He was, like, the next great thing. I mean, thing. he was playing pro basketball at, like, 16. Yeah, he started at 14. In, in Barcelona. A, yeah. yeah, and then he came over. I think he was drafted by the Timberwolves. Yeah. So he's retiring at 26. Is he only 26? Well, you way? just said he was 16, and he played, what, 10 years? I think he played... No, no, sixteen in pro over oh, on okay. the in. So the, maybe he's thirty. Yeah, he's probably in his thirty. Yeah, hopefully he's getting some deferred money like we talked about yesterday.
What? No, he was not. October twenty first, nineteen ninety. That's when he was born. Yeah, that's when he was born. Oh, so he's thirty. Say, he definitely wasn't in the league in nineteen ninety four, thirty three. All right, recap Padres news next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 